Broadcasting live from our satellite studios in Dallas, Texas, it's time for the special on-the-road edition of Learning Insights, featuring learning professionals who are improving performance and driving business results. All right, we are back. Stone Payton, Lee Cantor here with Learning Insights, very special edition coming to you from Dallas, Texas, for the good folks at Training Pros. And in this segment, we're going to have Pam Porter, uh, who's a relationship manager with Training Pros, and we're going to get a chance to visit with manager of talent acquisition for a company called Atmos Energy. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast, Mr. Ray Callis. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Before we get uh, started, can you share a little bit about Atmos Energy? What are you guys up to? Yeah, we're the uh, largest natural gas distributor. Well, one of the largest natural Don't gas. Don't be modest. You can well, be well, we were the largest, <laughs> but we're one of the largest uh, natural gas distributors here in, um, in eight states. Mm-hmm. And then, so uh, your job is talent acquisition person? Yes, it is. I do, um, uh, I, I guess I uh, develop all the process and procedures we use when we go to hire folks. Um, well, was along with all the recruiting for the majority of the company. I, mm-hmm. I don't do the operational side, but all the shared services, IT, all the professional jobs. And is energy, is that a, a have you worked in other industries? Oh, I have not. I came from a commercial real estate and then the construction. Um, I did work for a construction company as well. Are so there any challenges that are unique to the energy? No, we, uh, the fortunate part about Atmos Energy, we have a great reputation and we're a good company. We treat our people well. So it's a lot, it's easy to find people. Um, once we find them, I guess, you know, the, <laughs> the skill sets are always a challenge. Always uh-huh. trying to find the skill sets that fit the job and then the culture to go with it. So, so now do you hire mostly on culture or skill set? What do you prefer? Um, culture. Because uh, skill set, there are certain things we can teach and train. Uh, culture and attitudes, you can't. It's either people have it or they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're our, our company's philosophy is we want the right fit for the company. We can teach you things um, as long as you have basic foundations. Now, do you try to stay in front of it? Meaning, are you out there interviewing people like before you really need them, or you try to do just in time? Or does it just depend? Perfect world, yes, I would do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truly, the way recruiting most work, usually it works is that the hiring manager will have a need, and, uh, and then you go out and try to find that individual. There are times that we know our project's coming they ahead. They call you and say, I need one yesterday. Yeah, that's, right? that's exactly the way it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are times we know projects are coming, and then we try to pipeline if possible. Right. And then the onboarding process for for uh, new hires, you got to coordinate that with the training folks and all that stuff too. We or? do, yes. Or is that all you? No, <laughs> you got one we, big we, we have a, a training department as well. We right. uh, we have a process. Once we hire somebody, there's a, a string of emails that go out to the people who need to know, and um, then they take it from there. The uh, so the onboarding process is was that? Did you develop that? Uh, parts it's of called it. the callus, yeah, it's yeah. called the callus method. Yeah, I, no, I read no, an article no, no, about no, that. No, no, we have we have a lot smarter people than me to develop things. Uh, you know, I, I had some input, but there's there's a team of us. That's how we do everything at Atmos mm-hmm. as a team, and it works better that way. Are there any industry trends that you've been noticing? Oh, I I mean, IT for example, I think everybody knows it's um that's hot. It's been hot for a long time, and um. Uh, is it hard to find the uh, it is um we implemented a program called sap a couple years ago and um it's those folks are hot (laughs) they're they're just tough to find so now how do you go about doing that 
you know, we try to find them on our own, but I have uh, other IT staff and partners I, I outsource to from time to time if we mm-hmm. need to. Because um, at the end of the day, we want the right person. And um, and uh, you don't care who finds them, right? No, as long as they I, get, the, yeah, get to I, you. Ideally, it would be great if we found everybody in-house. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we want the right person, and, mm-hmm. um, and that's what matters most. But I, in an area that's so highly competitive, and uh, I mean, I think IT has like a negative unemployment rate, uh, right? It does. <laughs> Some of it, yeah. It does, yeah. So you're taking somebody that's in an existing job already. It's not like they're just sitting there, you know, sending out resumes or going on Monster.com if looking for good, work. If they're right? good. Work, they're working, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. so – I mean, that would require, I would guess, different strategies on acquiring that kind of talent. More eyes on the street. That's the way mm-hmm. I look at it. And, um, you know, like I said, we try to find everybody on our by ourselves. But the truth is we need more people helping out. So I want to make sure that I'm clear on this. So you are contracting, you're outsourcing in some cases when you need the, the, uh, the expertise, the subject matter expertise uh, and the experience. You're outsourcing the recruiting function for some of these things. And the, But are you also... Are you bringing in contract people? Are they working with you on a contract basis, the the people you end up hiring? We do have some projects. So you do uh, both that, of those? Yeah, we do both. Um, it depends on what we're trying to do. If it's a project, like when we implemented SAP, we we hired a lot of contractors, consultants come help implement the system. Right. And once it got live, then we let the consultants go. But, you know, we probably had a couple hundred of those folks for a while. But the goal was to try to find talent that once we got it live we can maintain it in house mm-hmm. and that was the method that we well the reason went. i ask i just wonder if that doesn't present some additional concerns uh, concerns is probably too strong considerations because what you do want to hire and and sustain uh, consistent with your culture so there's you got to think that through too if you're mm-hmm. working with contract help you got to think through how to manage that you know we do things uh a lot of times we do a little different a lot of companies we before we bring a consultant or temporary in they go through the same interview process in most cases and it takes us a while but we want the right culture in our company okay so you're still you don't just dismiss that and say oh culture fit doesn't count on this one because they're contract mm-hmm. you're still no, doing absolutely all right well i'm glad i asked that well, one of the things i think is most interesting that uh, ray shared with me is that their turnover is less than eight yeah. percent so they're doing a wow. lot of things right yeah now we're fortunate we have a great great company great executive leadership team um and we we work hard at trying to find the right people to fit our company culture and when we we've been pretty successful doing it so now you mentioned it are there any other areas that you you're Every, trying? yeah everybody every time I know. but <laughs> it is the biggest one but um but i know, would imagine it has a lot of challenges because it is in such high demand and there's not a lot it's not like you can make more of them tomorrow you yeah. know and, and the ch- biggest challenge with uh it and i think everybody knows that the stem science technology right it goes the, back to kids, the kids I mean, they're, not, not, they're not even prepared they're not for, um, high school or middle school and it's tough because people are not learning the skills <laughs> um so it'll be interesting the next five or ten years what What's going to happen? Right. The um, repercussions of that, we're going to be paying a price for a while, I it, think. It is. It is. And, you know, I think as time goes on, uh, more and more companies are looking for folks that not only, let's say you're a IT professional, but companies are looking for you to be able to do a l- bigger bigger brush than what you used to do. Before I hire you to do blank, now I'm kind of looking for you to be able to kind of a jack-of-all-trades along with that specialty skill set. Right. And that's what most of the folks I work with, um, I know a lot of other corporate uh, recruiting managers, other corporations, and the same thing. We're not looking for just blank skill set. We're looking for a, can you do a lot of things for me? Right. And it's, um, it, it continues to get 
bigger. We're paying more, but but is that where the training more. comes in that you're going to help them be kind of more of the jack of all trades? Yeah, we will. We'll. Uh, the one thing about Atmos is we invest in our people, so we continue to train and invest mm-hmm. with folks who are willing, who want to learn, um, and we try to grow our own as much as possible. So when you're not hanging out with Pam. Uh, where do you get your inspiration, your information? Because, I mean, a profession like yours, uh, competency, uh, uh, it's a moving target. I mean, you've got to continue to develop and grow or you're not going to be effective in a job yeah. like you. So where do you go for that that knowledge, that inspiration? That Well, I'm, I'm fortunate. I, I go to a lot of different conferences. I'm pretty plugged into a lot of networking groups, local networking groups here in the Metroplex. Um, and then I have a lot of you know, I know a lot of people like myself, and we we talk a lot and see what's what's hot, what's coming. Um, you know, right now LinkedIn's the greatest tool out there for our profession. Right, oh, um, I bet, yeah. So yeah. I thought about that. I bet it is. Do you have any uh, pro tips on using LinkedIn? Get on it and update your profile so I can find you. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about now? Now, in all seriousness, if you were giving, if you're a person that wants to be found, what are some of the things you look for that make me? easier for you to find me well linkedin uh for example that's that's the most of us go straight to linkedin because it's the best tool as of today and do you have like the premium or we do so yeah. you so that's helpful yeah as but well. for years i didn't i just um i built my network up and i have a pretty large network because i've been doing it a long time but I, uh, for folks who don't know about linkedin it's it's a tool that if you go out there and put your kind of like your profile your resume a lot of people with right. resume but um, I go out there and I type in some keyword searches. If I was looking for you know, radio announcers, I could t- type that in. If you have that in your profile, you'll pop up, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. I try to hunt you down from there. And um, so I tell, I tell people that they need to update their profile, especially um, it helps people like me find you and then you present opportunities to you. And it, you probably should update it fairly regularly because as new mm-hmm. keywords and new happen, skills. right? As it, you get developed new skills, you should. should um, continue to update. It's not like you do that once and you're done mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. No, it's and, and it's tough. I mean, if uh, if you were to look at mine, um, you're not do, practicing what you do. Do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. Because yeah. yeah. you have a like job. A, yeah. Yeah. job yeah. on there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't, you know, but uh, yeah, do, do as I say, though. It helps <laughs> So I can find you. So, uh, so you reach out, and you, you're probably you're casting a, a wider net, and then you have some sort of uh, filtering process that you, and you're working with the lines of business to help you with that, or how, what does that piece of it look like? Uh, typically, what we do is um, we'll go out and do a, cast a wide net, like you said, and then we'll go back and we'll start um, on a very high level. I'll sit down and talk with you, and I'll, I'll find out if you have A, B, C, and D skill set because there's fundamentals you have to have. There's some things I can teach you, but if I need you to know Oracle 11i, for example, you have to know That's it. table stage yeah, for that job what or whatever, is. right. So then it depends on what level I'm looking for. Then I try to – the next phase of it, I find out what you're looking for in the company, and I try to find out what makes you tick because, mm-hmm. again, it comes down to culture. I can hire the smartest person in the world, but if they you know, don't work, can't work in our environment, then it doesn't matter. So um, that's my next step. I try to find out, can you work in our environment? Are you a natural fit for us? And then if we go from there, then we tee up the hiring managers. And we have a – typically people come back at least three times for panel interviews. Um, 
You'd never make the kind of three interviews. You're you're good for one (laughs) interview. That's why I had to start my own business. (laughs) Right. And and, and the beauty, the reason it works so well is because, you know, I I see things my way, but if I had Pam with me, she'll look at it from a different angle. A lot of times we include the customer, not only the hiring manager, but the customers that person's going to work with. So they're all looking from a different angle. Right. And it helps us be better at hiring the feedbacks 360 that way yeah. instead of just from one person and that, before you start yeah right the person the yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> well, no. it's tough because the process does take a little while and sometimes you know if you're looking for a job you might find one before we hire you, uh, right. you mm-hmm. make an offer to you but that's okay with us i mean we want you to be happy so if we're not the company that's that's okay but so, this is two in a row because the last guy that we talked to talked about getting people like uh, several people on staff because cultural fit was so important in, in his mind as well. Uh, Pam, are you seeing this as a trend? Because I know you get a chance to, to work with a lot of organizations. Or I do that, see it yeah? as a significant trend because um, Ray can probably speak to the fact of how much in, the investment is to hire folks mm-hmm. and bring them on board. And then if you've made a wrong hiring decision, then then you have it costs you money to get them out mm-hmm. many times. So Absolutely. I think most companies today see the benefit of the process of more than one interview and a panel uh, along the way, perhaps. So, yeah, I think it's very valid. So now we're talking about uh, hiring a uh, permanent person for your staff. Uh, do you do the same vetting when you're using external sources? We do. I um, have some pretty solid partners. They know how we work. Uh, then a lot of times that we've worked with them so long, they can call me and say, "Hey, I got the person for you." Because oh, they're, they're kind of anticipating. <laughs> yeah, they're, your they're, needs. yeah, they're in it. Well, the extension of um, who we are. That's mm-hmm. why, and it takes a little while to learn that. But once they learn our culture, when they're talking to somebody, a lot of times you can talk to somebody on the phone and say, "You know, that's a that's a good person. They have the skill set." But that person's natural tendency would fit Atmos. Right. Um, and that's how I like to work with my partners, build that reputation, build that, you know, build it so they are just a natural extension. I can call, you know, I can call Pam say, hey, Pam, I'm looking for blank. And when she talks to so-and-so on the phone, she goes, that's, that's the person. Right. Or but, the vice versa. She might find somebody and say, hey, uh, Ray, I got this person you may want to talk to, mm-hmm. even though there might be not a specific need that moment, but it might be somebody that you want to keep your eye on. Yeah, it, that happens. And the nice thing about training pros is if we put someone with your company, Ray, then um, and you want to keep them, there's not a penalty for that for that goes. So no. that's a good thing to keep in <laughs> that mind. That is a good thing. <laughs> that's a real good thing. We don't like penalties. <laughs> So what's next for you? Where are you going to be putting your time and energy over the next uh, the balance of, of 2015, you think? I, IT has been my busiest customer. I mean, they're, they're always right. busy. We always have something going on. We have a lot going on in accounting. I'm uh, you know, looking for a tax manager right now um, that knows federal, um, hopefully has worked in public and um, um, private industries. Um, mm-hmm. You know, good people have always been hard to find uh, when the market when unemployment continues to go down they're going to continue to be hard harder right. to find because if you're good you're working right, right. um so is, is your daily life you have like this almost like a like an attorney you have like this big stack of case files <laughs> you got these things you got to fill well yeah we have um i think i have like 22 openings right now wow um, is that a lot for you or is that just another sounds like a lot to that's, me no, that's just, just another thursday well, it's just, you know, it just is what it is. You know, you get, yeah, it's like anything. You just do it all day long. Um, you know, my it works. The company, my style works for the company. The company works for me. I roll in early in the morning, um, and I call, I start calling candidates sometimes 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Well, they know I'm going to call, but, uh, and we just, the day gets started and we go. And then when you're talking to them, 
this is somebody who has a job like this, a complete stranger to you? Sometimes. I just find them on LinkedIn. I'll call you up and... You've never called me. Well, I got well, yeah, well. to hear the front end of this conversation. <laughs> I, I haven't looked at any radio. <laughs> like the first part of that conversation. I mean, that seems like it could be a little. You must be really good on the phone. Oh, I don't know about that, but it, so it, what does it the front end of that conversation sound like? Well, I'll just you know, I'll, a lot of times I'll call you up and say, "Hey, I found you on LinkedIn. I'm looking for you know, let's say a tax manager, and I see that you have a history in tax. So I was wondering if you might know somebody who has an interest or might be looking for a new opportunity because." I'm looking for blank, 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 blank. Right. Okay. And then I kind of go in and tell them if they give me a little bit more time, I'll kind of tell them why we're a great company. And I don't want to sell them on the job because, you know, a tax manager is kind of like a recruiter. It's the job is the functions are the same if you're right. a tax. Right. So my goal is I try to tell you how, why we're a good company, what makes us great. And hopefully I have enough time to do that because mm-hmm. I can sell you on my company. The duties themselves are, you right. know, that's less important. Yeah, I think so. Because what makes us different, in my opinion, Atmos, is that we're we're an amazing company. Mm-hmm. And um, well, it has to be very rewarding work because you get a chance to to uh, to serve two people at a time, two huh? two organizations at a time. You get to, you get yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And that word you said, serve, is a perfect Atmos energy. It's we look for folks who are willing to serve others. I mean, it's just that mindset. And not everybody's. It is about taking care of my customer, and that's what it comes down to. And that's, I think, the mindset of everybody in the company for the most part. Well, I think you were about to say, you know, that may not be for everybody, which is kind of related to the next question I had was, um, counsel, any that you might offer uh, someone who is thinking about a career in in your field, would you recommend it, uh, first of all? And what would you encourage them to do to kind of get their career going? Well, up at Atmos, a lot of the people I find, like like SAP, you don't have to have energy experience. I'm looking for a technology. Um, same thing with my tax manager. If you have utility experience, that's a bonus, but it's not – you need to know the federal tax code, right? That's <laughs> right. what I need from you. Right. Um, you know, it comes down to, once again, I, I, I think most employers want employees who will continue to try to do the right thing. And, 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 you know, do their best at work every day. You're looking and, for character more, oh, than, yeah. more Abs- than you are for I did this absolutely. project and I did that. You're looking for, for yeah. care because yeah. that's hard to. It is. It's tough. And that's why the panels come in right. to help us out so much. But it is. We want people to do the right thing. And it's. I believe it because he's actually used that phrase like three or four times yeah. in the yeah. span of this of this conversation. Yeah, it sounds like a great company to work for. It's an amazing company. It's. um. You know, I'm biased, but we're, I think we're the best in Metroplex. I really do. Mm-hmm. Our benefit, I mean, there's so many things that go on and on and on. Um, it's, it's a really good company. All right. So if our listeners want to know more, is there a There's place 22 can jobs to? opening right yeah, now. Right. Yeah, exactly. We'll have these things filled for you by the afternoon. Oh, that'd be great. I would love that. Take, take tomorrow off. Uh, so where uh, can we send them to get more information? Uh, well, a couple things. Um, if they go online and apply, our Atmos Energy is at www.atmosenergy.com. We have a career section. And that's A-T-M-O-S. A-T-M-O-S. Yep. Like Atmosphere. But Atmos Energy. The other thing is I encourage everybody to, if they're on LinkedIn, please send me connection i like connect with everybody and you can find me like ray callis um at atmos energy and you're not shy when you need um to fill a position you use linkedin all the time absolutely it's worth their time to connect with you and i tell people they can call me anytime i mean i'm 
not everybody picks up their phone. I always do unless I'm on it. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's why I tell you, if you really want to get me, call me at 630 in the morning. Cause <laughs> I'm not always on the phone by that time. By 8 o'clock, though, it's, we're, we're going. Right. Well, thanks so much for coming out and hanging with us and visiting with us. Thanks for having me. All right. For Stone Payton, Lee Cantor, everybody here at Dallas Training Pros, we will be back in a few. This has been a special Business Radio X production brought to you by Training Pros, your source for local learning and development experts. Learn more at training-pros.com.